Well, guess what, you lovely Patronis? It's the weekly, monthly news film nealness. Live. <laughs> Live. But you guys are also getting it, uh, you know, on the actual feed. But yes. the, you know, the Patreon subscribers already got this. The Patreon support supporters got this early, but we wanted to try something out this month to also release this for everybody. This is one of the things you get uh, on the, some of the Patreon tiers. You get bonus content like 10 this. and above, you get this. 10 and above, you get this. So we wanted to give you a little taste. This is what you're missing out. If you're you're my- age 10 or above, you get Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> age 10 or above. Age 10 or above. So I should clean this up. Is what you're yes, saying. Neil. Okay. Don't be such a... Can't work blue no. on this one. <laughs> All right. It's got to be squeaky clean. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, damn it. Oh, no. no <laughs> Neil, Neil, Neil. Um, <laughs> so what we give you at the Patreon, we give you the one-hour video um so you can watch the regular show uh some people like watching seeing the studio seeing what the guests look like so you get that um and then ten ten dollar you get all this bonus content yes so mm-hmm. here it is so here's what you're uh, missing at the ten dollar level this is what you get every month right sans mm-hmm. the potty mouth of course yes yes can't have no potty mouth on this one <laughs> the neil t weekly <laughs> monthly weekly news wrap up Film live. Live. <laughs> pre-recorded taped live in a live not studio, live, audience. studio audience. There's no audience here. There's no audience. Nor is it None a studio. But yeah. we were, are doing all these things. Well, The Walking Dead's got a huge audience, but I wonder if there's going to have less after the next season. What's going on? Mm. Rick Grimes is going away. No, not Rick. Officially... Uh, Andrew Lincoln is leaving the show after season, so the next season, and he's only going to be in six episodes of the next season. Hmm. And then, um, isn't it kind of time to wrap up the show? Lauren Cohen, Maggie, she is also same thing, leaving after season nine, only six episodes. Yeah, I, I stopped I think, watching it season three. I, honestly, I it's, loved it. I, I've been watching every season, but it's it's gotten yeah, to I mean, that point where it's a little long in the tooth. Well, only... it's it's just you know the same. It's like. What what else can you do? Right now, yeah. There's zombies. There's a community run by assholes. They're gonna fight them, yeah. and then there's more zombies, yeah. and then that's it. This is the thing that the BBC does so well. They do these series, and they're either like nine episodes or three seasons at the most, right? And it's right. So there's a conclusion. That's the thing. I the problem I have with shows like this. It's American just shows. American they shows. For they never wrap up. You know, just Simpsons fucking... is still on. I know. And they're new episodes. <laughs> they're not reruns. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, wrap it up. Yeah. Like, I, get to the end of it. Get yeah. to the end of the story. What happened? What happened? Does everyone die? So, Do you find yeah. a cure? Just fucking end it. And I they mean, had to add a second Walking Dead show. Yeah. Right? And that's the Walking why, Dead. It's like, I watched that first season. We watched that. Great. Right. And I was like... I don't need to watch another season of this show. You know what? Here's something very interesting. Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. I stuck with it. This yeah. season has been the best season ever. Well, the Fear of the Walking here, Dead. And here's why. They got rid of all the characters that they started with. <laughs> <laughs> they just killed like, everybody. They moved over. one of the characters from Walking Dead. Yeah. And then they introduced on, yeah. all these new characters who are infinitely more interesting than anyone they started. And the thing about, I watched the first season of Fear. I was like, well, this is at least interesting because you're showing how it it started. How it started, yeah. which is always so because most apocalypse and zombie movies, it's always it already happened. Right. Yeah. So you're seeing it, you're established in this world. Yeah. And, and now yeah. you're seeing like how it slowly started to deteriorate. Yeah. 
And then it just turned into the same thing over and over. Right. right. Like, like the first season was like that part was interesting to see mm-hmm. how it started. Right. And then by the end of the episode season, I was like, like eh, well, now it's now it's the same as Walking Dead, but with worse show. characters. Yeah, yeah. Worse characters. And it's, yeah. all right, and, there's and, bad guys. And then they were on a boat. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I, uh, right. Okay, the boat. Now we're going to just do Walking Dead on a mountain. Yeah. Walking yeah. Dead in a coal mine. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> in, a coal, <laughs> in a coal mine. Walking Dead at a resort. In a bar. They Whoa, did that, nope, actually. They did that one. It's Shaun of the Dead. Okay, <laughs> can't do that. Uh, they're, apparently, they're going to try and... you know They have, apparently have a new showrunner, I think, to it, Walking Dead, and they're going to try and focus on Norman Reedus's character. going to try and push him to the front of the oh, show. Oh, God. So apparently, they're not... Planning on going away after season they nine. They really should. They they but, have they should have an end game and wrap it up for sure. Well, apparently that's what both Lauren Cohen. Well, Lauren Cohen got a new show anyway, so she got and she and she she was having the negotiations for salary and stuff, and I guess they came to some sort of agreement. But she only agreed to six episodes to season nine, and then she's leaving. But Andrew Lincoln, just being, I guess, is just like, yeah, I'm out. I'm done. He's done. Yeah. Yeah, I can do can only do this American accent for so long. Yeah, and I can only be covered in blood for so many episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And how many episodes you just run around going, hey, we gotta find it, we gotta do it, we gotta Carl, Carl, Carl. And it's always like if we just get the thing, we can fight, we can do it. I'm like, I get not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least we did you know, those two people are have a finite right. at, you know, at this point. Um Hey, Jamie Foxx, of all people, is going to star in the uh, Todd McFarlane's version of Spawn. I did hear this, and I had to read the article again because I thought it was an Onion article. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, they're, fr- apparently they're, they're, they're kind of friends, and Todd McFarlane had Jamie Foxx in mind for it, but it's very strange. Oh, no. It gets stranger. Uh, one of the things that the, this article I read said that is like uh, it's going to focus on the detective, Twitch, and that Spawn is not going to be yeah. in the movie very much. Like and he's gonna be like treated as like a monster in a horror movie, where you only see him sporadically and then like towards the end. Mm, and, like, this article did not say that, but that sounds so, even worse. Yes, it uh, and I like well, again. I read like, well, this doesn't make person. any sense. Tom McFarland, I don't know. I, I don't get like it that it. you want to try to differentiate yourself from the other superhero movies, but uh, you know, not showing the superhero is a pretty good way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like this is how we're different. It's yeah. like the Godzilla movie. It's yeah. like yeah. this is great. But there really should be more Godzilla. Yeah. You shouldn't like close the doors on the scene yeah, of the just two call, monsters fighting. You should watch those things. Yeah, call the movie Twitch. Don't call it Spawn then. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Um and I guess following in the whole Hasbro footsteps, remember the game Creepy Crawlers as a kid? Yep. Gonna make a movie out of it. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no earthly reason to make that into a film. I, I have to agree 100%. But there's nobody, nobody a good idea. is going, oh, finally, the Creepy Crawlers movie. Yeah. It's, you uh, wonder if there's like some weird deal where, like, if we don't make a movie based on these three horrible properties, we lose $20 million. <laughs> like, there's some it's gotta weird, be some weird, you know, satanic bond. <laughs> Deal <laughs> it's got to be a cult. Yeah. It has to yeah. be some where sort of demonic you know, cult. Yeah, yeah. we well, have to make, <laughs> you know. Love. All right, and then if we don't make Ants in the Pants, someone dies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you you have a choice? Ants in the Pants or Uno the card game the movie? They've got someone like hanging from a rope over yeah. a cliff somewhere. And it's a candle burning the rope. And yeah. if they don't make that movie. Pick a game. <laughs> but I don't want to pick a game pick for a game. movie. Uno is next, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, 
Uh, here's a gr- I love the statement. Plot details are unknown at this time. Oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Creepy crawlers. There was. There's not a good three three really? X yeah. structure just sitting there on the shelf. Sure. Yeah, that might be better than the Ganip Ganop trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a nice callback. The Ganip Ganop trilogy. Yeah. It's a trilogy. Think Peter, and the third one is Peter in two Jackson parts. Doing that, yeah. I think. Peter Jackson. Is yeah, the, he is. And he's getting uh, and part three is a two- Kellen to play Ganop. So. Yeah. G- <laughs> Andy Serkis is doing Andy a. Is Ganip. He's Ganip. Yeah. It's going to be well, amazing. It's all, you know. Well, this stuff. Yeah, it's going to be captured. So. Well, I mean, how, how could you do a human Ganip? Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I think it's a buddy cop movie too. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure one of them is animated. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, Jennifer Lawrence has signed on for Ganop's love interest. <laughs> she plays she's an, getting 22 million. I hear she's so. getting, she's yeah. an she's an undercover FBI <laughs> agent that falls in love with Ganop. Uh, yeah, sure. That has special forces training. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and, she, and I think she's got a sordid past. And I don't know, but Liam Neeson's got to be in it somewhere. Yeah. Well, to. I'm I'm told there's a there's a uh, um, Ganip Ganop rogue agent cameo. <laughs> rogue agent. A, a, a rogue Ganip Ganop. And he's just and he's taken all he can take. Yeah. Now he's. I think he's pushed past rogue, the limit. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in too deep. I think he's wound too tight. Jesus, if they, you know, if they hear this, they're gonna make Someone. that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Someone. I will. That, we've just. I think we may have just saved a guy hanging on a rope. This is the thing. This like, is like you know, if I won like some five hundred million dollar lottery ticket, I'd be like that Ganipkin up trilogy. <laughs> Chris, get me a script. Yeah. <laughs> get me three of them. I want, no four because part three is yeah. in, is it two? Is there broken up yeah, into two two parts? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I still think the trilogy is. Knip Knop yeah. trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. It's going to be like Kerplunk meets the Hunger Games. <laughs> 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 and I want you to have a, a Shoots and Ladders tie-in because it's part of the whole Knip Knop universe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the Hasbro MCU. And then they're going to go off on their... their, their uh, a, a villain universe, and of course, you know, trouble will be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so Sony, I think we've, we talked about it before. They decided they're, they're going to make a, a movie about um, Mobius, you know, the, the, living vampire. the living vampire. That's such a great weird sea, The living vampire. Yeah, this, 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 like the C grade Spider Man villain, because they're going to be doing. Various ones, but I. You know what's fascinating? Who's writing it, and you're not going to be pleased. He was never interesting, even in the comic books. Like it was never like a character. You're like, oh, Mobius! I can't wait to read the next Spider-Man versus Mobius. Yeah. Comic. Yeah, I, I think I yeah. remember reading about him once, and I just yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. Didn't care. Yeah. Um. So. These okay, so it was reported last week that Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama, who worked on the recent Power Rangers movie and Netflix's Lost in Space, one out of two isn't bad. Um, well, I don't know, Power, you saw the Power Rangers movie, I did, so um, it was awful. Yeah, they wrote, they wrote, the <laughs> I mean, script. it's it's no creepy crawler, yeah, yeah, no, it's not. Uh, they also wrote, you can watch a CG Brian Cranston get bored, yeah. <laughs> See, they watch it. Just watch the paycheck mm-hmm. come in. These guys also wrote Dracula Untold, Ooh, Ooh, the Last yeah. Witch Hunter. Wow, not the first and one. Gods of Egypt. Oh my so god! So it's like like oh, the triumvirate let's... of shite. Yeah, so, let's get the worst team together. Yeah, 
Yeah. And let's let them keep working. And let's keep giving them money to work. So they're gonna, they're gonna From the people that brought you Coke 2. Yeah. <laughs> Blockbuster video. and <laughs> Yeah, so it's not. And the CB radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the CB radio, which I used often as a, as a wee lad. From the producer of the Yellow Book pages, the phone book, <laughs> comes the typewriter story. <laughs> And the sequel, Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alex Garland, the director of Annihilation, is is simply not a fan of sequels, so you will not see him do a sequel to Annihilation. Well, but that doesn't mean there won't be one. Well, that's yeah, he just true, won't Because there it. were like two other books to that. And, right. But he's yeah. like, he's like, I no, I'm not doing that. So okay. that's at least something to know. That's nice to know. Um, now it didn't make enough money to warrant a sequel, too. That's the I, other. Well, question. that is the other thing too. But he's like, it does, it's like it, like it's a moot point to him. Yeah, that's what like that's what I like about it. It's like nah, that sequel know. that no one's gonna greenlight. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently he just way to draw a line in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have too much integrity to direct a movie that's never going to be made. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so speaking of more games, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog is getting its movie. Well, and, that doesn't surprise me. Because James Marsden is going to be in it. Really? As, as, yeah. It doesn't say. It's going to be a mixture of live action and animation. So. Okay, well, now that surprises me. <laughs> because that I could see as like a, uh, just a CG animated movie that's like... Oh, you, you know, would think. Is it going to be like that Adam Sandler movie that came out? Oh, with, Pixels? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, Tim Miller, who directed the first Deadpool, is going to executive produce. It doesn't uh, mean anything. No, it doesn't. But his name—he's putting his name on it. So, <laughs> or someone's Hopefully paying him to put his name on it. Well, that could be. Hey, uh, do you want this uh, EP vanity credit? And you don't have to do anything. Yeah, and I <laughs> sure. and you're just going to send checks to my house. Yep. Yep. I'm okay. in. Uh, Let's do it. That's free money. Um, it looks like Netflix is going to bring Orson Welles. Long-awaited final work Ooh. to Cineplex screens and computers, so they're gonna have digital download and and some theaters. The other side of the wind. So uh, this is the if wait, I'm not so mis- what is this? This is the this is all this footage he shot in his last project or something this that is never the last got, film, but never got finished. Never got finished. Yeah, so it's been sitting around since. Um, so who finished it? 1976. It was, it was, the shooting was from 1970 to 1976. More than, Six more years. More than 1,000 reels of film. Well, but then Ron Howard came in and reshot 80% of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Mancini just throwing fastballs. <laughs> just Ganipkin up trilogy, Ron Howard. I mean, this is just... Well, I think maybe Ron Howard is going to direct that. Yeah. yeah. That actually might might be the case. So uh, that... But is all the footage shot, or do they have to, like, shoot more footage? Or, like, what... What state it is? The yeah, film what? In? There's well, no way this movie makes a lick of sense either. It's just just like an <laughs> Ernest and Julio Gallo wine debacle. Well, it's you know he like I say he spent six years shooting a thousand reels of film negatives. So wow. he sat in a, in a Paris vault until March of 2017, <clears throat> when Netflix acquired the footage and trusted it to a Marshall-led team of editors and footed the completion restoration costs. It's a brilliant move by Netflix because even if the movie's horrible, it's still we're all going to go I'm see gonna, it. Yeah, I'm going to watch wants it. Wants to see yeah. his last. Of course, so, you know, even if it's a train wreck, you're just going to want to yeah. watch it. Yep. Yeah. 
And what if it's also well? The, the other thing. What if it's great? Yeah, wouldn't that be hilarious if it was like his best movie ever made? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome? Well, Netflix owns global rights, so yeah, you know, either way, it's a good move for them. Um, here's another insane, insane movie idea. Um, so director uh, Brenda Chapman, best known for the Oscar-winning animated film Brave, mm-hmm. is set to um, make a film called Come Away, and it is the prequel to both Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan, which finds Peter and Alice as siblings before their fateful trips to Wonderland and Neverland. And, what? And when, <laughs> keep listening. And when their eldest sibling dies in a tragic accident, Peter and Alice have to work together to save their parents uh, as they succumb to their despair. The siblings are forced to choose between home and the imagination. Mm. Wow, that sounds horrible. It's just, yeah. like, it's just like, how can we milk those two things? Anybody asking for a Peter Pan prequel? Yeah, Anybody a, ever um, put those words together we, prior we to this? An, we need an Alice in Wonderland Peter Pan extended universe movie. Oh, God. Like Enough they're, with they're the fucking universes everything. shit. Marvel got it. They won. They did it yes. better than you. Let it go. They yeah. beat you. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. You know? Just It's frustrating just to see. It's like... Well, you just it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Like, why would you... How do these people know each other? <laughs> And who Whatever. cares that they do? They're siblings? What kind of I weird know, thing siblings. is this? And then that's where you go with a story like that? Well, then there's a tragic death of a child. That's where we, that's where we oh, start God. with this, Just, uh, um, you know, this, this, this debacle. Yeah, I thought it you know, insane. I'm never going to be a big wave surfer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've accepted that. It's okay. I'm never going to ride a 30-foot wave. It's never going to happen. So you could let, probably do it okay. on layered shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in a boat out near it, I would yeah. be terrified. <laughs> These guys gotta let the, everyone wants this Marvel Universe thing, and uh, it's not. You're not gonna. Yeah, let it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Universal's trying it with these fucking. And they're still the trying to bring it. Not dead. They said, "Oh yeah, the Dark Universe isn't dead. Oh, mm. Yeah, it's not dead. There's, yeah, it, it kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I'm not. Whether going, you know it or not, well, yeah, we'll find out when they show up in the theater. Mm. Uh, something else that is dead for the time being is the the. Long, long attempted Crow remake. Slowly. Oh, that's been in development for like years. Yeah, um, and and the latest was, you know, it was Jason Momoa. Yes, was going to be, um, but he and the director Corin Hardy have left the production. Ooh. This stems from Sony's reluctance to release the film after creative and financial differences with uh, Samuel Hadida, whose film company has the rights and was financing the production. Bad So Sony sign. and the, the guy throwing the money at it, they're, just, they're, they're not agreeing on. Bad sign. So Jason Momoa and, and, the, and the director are like, well, then we're, we're, we're leaving. So, That's fine. We don't need another so, Crow movie. So again, it's without a filmmaker and a star and a distributor. So it's... Other than that, though, sounds like it's yeah, full it sounds very ahead. promising. <laughs> yeah, green light, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we can all we can work the details out. Ah, later. all aboard! The crow train's <laughs> running. Well, maybe there they could call Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> you know. uh, there were some interesting names that over the over the years that have been attached to it, though, to star and get some of these these names to play the crow. Um, Bradley Cooper. What? Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Channing Tatum. No. Ryan Gosling. 
James McAvoy, Tom Hiddleston, and Jack Houston, and Luke Evans. <laughs> All those guys at one time were attached to. Wow. Wow. And not, That's never a good really sign. Really not one of them, I don't think. Not no. a one of close them. Close to being appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's like Jason Momoa? Okay. Yeah, he's Finally, probably he the got, closest one. He's got one. that part, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they still can't make it, make it work, so oh well. So. The Crow's like a brooding, half-dead kind of a... It's a revenge story, yeah. 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 It's, it's, girlfriend or wife gets brutally murdered which is actually what happened to the creator revenge. that's how he wrote it his uh, uh his wife got murdered james o'barr yeah and uh that's how he created the crow and uh there's a great interview like if you have the crow dvd you know uh there's behind the scenes an yeah. interview with him and he was still living in his basement with his mom and you hear him yell up to his mom every once in a while through the interview and then he makes this amazing uh, point. He's like, uh, but you know, Hollywood's been coming around to try to, you know, get the rights to the story. And here's what Hollywood producers do: they see a beautiful tree, and then they piss all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. But it is if you if you have the Crow DVD or if you ever rent it, um, the extras, the interview with him is amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it is really good. Uh, gosh, the Slenderman movie appears to be being shopped around uh, because it was going to be <clears throat> Sony again. Sony and just and the producers are fighting. So, well, if it's good and shitty, uh, Netflix will buy it. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> gosh, I won't wonder if we'll ever see that. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> like so, like this. I mean, it never should have gotten made to begin with. I think. Um. So whatever. That's something else that shouldn't. There's a lot of things that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Let's get. Let's get into. Um. Stan Lee's had a really crappy year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, but he is in his 90s. The fact that he's still here is a win. Yeah, but the things have, have like seem to have improved. Like he's in charge of his own Twitter now and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I guess the other day he was confronted by two armed gunmen in his house. Oh, I didn't hear this. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. It's just never, it just seems like it never ends. Um, he was reportedly confront, uh, confronted by two armed gunmen outside his home in Los Angeles, one of whom claimed that Lee owed him money. Mm, they were from Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Warner Brothers is collecting now. Look, Stanley's not returning our phone calls, so send a couple of guys over to yeah. his house. A couple of mooks to hold them up. Hey, Lee, <laughs> Warner Brothers wants their money back. Police arrested the suspects, and officers office report uh, that one of the men was was arrested had been at Lee's property earlier that week. An LAPD spokesperson had this to say about the incident. Quote, officers were called to a property at 7.30 p.m. after reports of an assault. It was claimed uh, that a suspect had a gun and was threatening. Uh, officers detained two individuals that matched the description, invest- and the investigation is ongoing. Three units are still on the scene, including officers and detectives. Uh, an eyewitness uh, said that uh, described the incident between the police and the gunman. It says, there was two guys standing outside demanding money, and they were shouting, the source said. There was a confrontation with Stan in front of his house, but Stan didn't know. Stan doesn't know either of them. One guy was saying, "I want my money." Guy from Waterbrooks. <laughs> 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 uh, 
But when everyone realized that the men had guns, everyone retreated inside. Stan's lawyer, business partner, and a nurse were there with him at the house. At some point, the men took out their guns and were pointing them around, so the police were called. It was crazy. The cops had their guns drawn, and there was spotlights from two police helicopters. It was really very scary and pretty intense. The cops said, put your hands up. So the guys got on their knees and on the floor, and they were handcuffed, and they were put in the car. Well, one thing I can tell wow. you for sure, this, these two guys were white because the cops didn't shoot him. Because <laughs> black guys have, are unarmed or holding cell phones, and they just get gunned down. And here's two guys waving Wait, guns, waving around, guns around, around. And it's like and free. They didn't get, they didn't get shot. Yeah. Yeah, so that's some crazy. Well, let's uh, let's take a little break from the news, Neil, because uh, this is a special episode because it's going out onto the feed. Oh, it is. So oh. guess what? This is like a um, a snake eating its tail on Patreon <laughs> 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 because it's on Patreon, but uh, it is also in the live feed. And it is also, um, we got to do our Patreon sponsors. Yes, it is like so. a snake eating its tail. <laughs> that's, the, that's the analogy. Not just over-promoting. It's yeah. a snake eating its tail. So uh, get a red carpet. Look for a blue-collar price. Paparazzi jewelry is just 5 bucks per piece. Paparazziaccessories.com, 89078. The number at the end is important. Support Nadra Connor and... Uh, like Ryan was saying earlier, the we have a bunch of these uh, pieces of jewelry. Buy a CFN product in the store. We'll throw you out some free jewelry. How about it? Do it. You, we've got uh, you know the Comedy Film Nerd's Guide to Movies, some T-shirts, CFN T-shirts, and uh, earbuds. So uh, grab one of those and get some free jewelry. Johnny Rulon has his new book, Green Cheek, Junkie's Guide to Street Magic. It's an Amazon in both digital and hard copy. It is an experimental stream of consciousness novel, which follows the exploits of the muse Calliope and her immortal lover T.S. on a journey through time, dreams, and the hidden places of a supernatural America. The website is happyhorrorshowproductions.com. Happyhorrorshowproductions.com. Johnny, what type of mind-altering substances did you take to inspire you for this book? Yes. <laughs> Leave it in the comments below. <laughs> uh, and our favorite charity, the Audacity Performing Arts Project, produces after-school performing arts projects in the poor, underfunded, and the lowest performing schools. Performing arts education is not a luxury. Please visit them at cfn.audacityperformingarts.org, cfn.audacityperformingarts.org. Boom, let's get back to it, Neil. Boom. And I'll tell you this right now, for all of the people, so normally this episode, so if you're a Patreon supporter, when this episode comes out, there's no ad reads on it. There's no Patreon reads, there's no nothing. So just think about that. Exactly. When you pay the $10 a month, you don't get any ad reads. Few pure, unadulterated content just without distraction. Three assholes running their yap holes. Yes. <laughs> don't have to skip fast forward the commercials because there aren't any. There aren't mm -hmm. any. We don't even have a theme song for it. So there's nothing to skip. Yeah. No. Nope. There you go. Mm -hmm. There's literally just hit play and enjoy and relish the sweet audio mm -hmm. sounds cascading mm -hmm. through your ear holes. Uh, sweet dulcet tones. Yes. Our voices. Ladies and mm -hmm. gentlemen, comedy film nerds, three <laughs> three creeps on mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. They're detectives. <laughs> <laughs> now, these three guys are part of Mike. the Ginnip Ginnip <laughs> universe, if I'm not mistaken, right? <laughs> uh, where's the Hungry Hungry Hippos? There's, there's got to be a list that's got to be in development somewhere yeah, with the rock. Maybe, maybe, a, 
It could be a, it could yeah. be a Netflix series or an yeah. Amazon Prime yeah. series, maybe. Yep, The yeah, Rock is sure. definitely doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, actor Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor, had this to say about what uh, you ain't seen nothing yet, so to speak. If you were shocked by Infinity War, I think the second one is even more shocking for other reasons entirely. That's what kind of blew me away the first time I read both scripts is how they managed to orchestrate so many different characters but give each of them their own separate shot and moments and have it be elevated and feel fresh and unique, not just a, like a messy thrown-together assembly of these guys. Well, just the, thing, he's, the fact that he's saying he thinks it's even more shocking the next one. Four. I mean, the first Infinity War was pretty shocking, and, and, and you walk out of that theater going, wow, where are they going to go from here? Right. Which was brilliant because it just makes you so fired up for the next one. Yeah, for sure. So I tend, I tend to, I tend to believe Mr. Hemsworth. Yes. Yeah. You know, I believed every word of that marketing copy he just read. Yeah, yeah. that's my fear. <laughs> that he like, was paid to do yeah. as per his contract. <laughs> Say something positive. Make people make people want to see the next one as if they need help. Well, yeah, I know yeah, Marvel. Like, like just yeah, fucking really. d- save the money. <laughs> yeah, really, just like, mm-hmm. just say. Yes, there'll be another one. And then yeah, and just give us the that's, date. Yeah, that's just it. give us All the date and a Fandango link. We don't need link. 10 trailers. No. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need any... Uh... That'd be a great experiment, is, uh, you know, a studio launches a giant blockbuster and deliberately doesn't release one trailer and says, look, here's here's the movie. It's coming out this date. Yep. You know, we'll see it. We'll see you there. You could even just do like a teaser, one like like a two second thing. Boom! Avengers four. Yeah, yeah. Avengers four with the date, and And just people would just go, okay. I'd go nuts if I saw that. I'd go fucking insane. They'd all have a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) The internet would explode the opening night. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Because everyone would run out of the theater and have to talk about it online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, oh my god, I can't believe all the stuff that was in it that wasn't in the trailer because there was no trailer. There was, there was no trailer. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going to happen. Right. Yeah. And we've talked about it. It's like sometimes it's two trailers too much. Just tell, yeah, too much. Yeah. Just tell me it's coming. Always with the blockbusters. Like I'm already in. The, I'm already going to be there. I know. When you keep releasing trailers, I'm like, stop showing me this movie. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, even with all the crap around the solo, it's like I still bought a ticket. I know. Yeah. I'm still going. It's only made one hundred and fifty million. It's still a hundred million dollars shy of what it cost to make. <laughs> I mean, is that worldwide or is that just domestic? I believe it's domestic. They're hoping to make their money back in China. Well, they'll definitely make it worldwide. Oh, God, they'll, they'll make, make their back. money yeah. back. I'm not. I'm not sorry. I'm not worried. I'm not going to listen to fucking Disney cry poor on any of this. Yeah, nonsense. I know. <laughs> um, and you know, Reese Witherspoon signed on Legally Blonde three. Oh. <laughs> As people were clamming for clamoring for that movie. So she's what, like running for office or something now? Or yeah, the second the second one was came out in two thousand three, and I'm like, really? I waited that long, I guess. But apparently, apparently kid's gonna be a lawyer now. They don't have any plot information Mm -hmm. at the moment. I'm gonna be a grandmother. What? (laughs) Back to law school. Bye. She's running to, she's going to be on the Supreme Court, but she forgot to sign her paperwork back in college. Oh, zoinks. Maybe they'll remake it with a male lead. <laughs> well, I don't know. She's already signed her on, so they're going to have to, maybe something really weird will happen. Um, You've got 48 hours to get 
all the way to the state capitol to, to file this paperwork. Otherwise, you're not a lawyer. We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. We're going to go get, become lawyers. Here comes Legally Blonde, part three. I think, I think Graham took something. That, that sounded like every American Idol audition I've ever heard. <laughs> and that was actually some of the good ones. Yeah. Um, Speaking of remakes, yada yada, you know we've talked about the Men in Black reboots coming. Yep, full knew that was ahead. coming. Um, and Kumail Nanjiani. That makes more sense over a creepy, oh, well, a creepy crawly film. Yes, yeah, well, does. that's true enough. Kumail uh, Nanjiani is, uh, you know, from The Big Sick and Silicon Valley, is in final talks to join the project as a wise cracking alien character be good or bad depending on how you yes. spin that f gary gray however is directing uh you know straight out of compton fate of, fate of the furious he directed those nice. interesting so he's directing the new men in black film uh which uh, will uh re- reunite Crims- chris hemsworth and the, the news again and tessa thompson and liam neeson is on board to play the head of the uk branch of the mi8 you know i mean that may be uh, organization not quite a title yet, but it'll see, of course, Thompson as the fresh recruit. And uh, she's going to be paired up with veteran agent Hemsworth on a worldwide mystery. Mm, involving the aliens. Wow. Yeah, it sounds so crazy. They, uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones won't be in it, but they will, quote unquote, acknowledge the world of the first three movies. <laughs> 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 That's an interesting response. Acknowledge <laughs> the world of the first three movies. So it's not wow. like a re- reboot. It's uh, it's sort of a sort of a sequel, sort of just whatever that they're calling that. Okay. Whatever they called that at this point. Was there a Men in Black universe? You wonder if, like, uh, well, there yes. was, you know, we, we got to get Will Smith in this movie. Just show a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> do yeah. that. Do they that. Do with, yeah, like uh, that other movie. Yeah. That wasn't so great. <laughs> Independence Day. Yes. The sequel, yeah. That's, that's what, I, yeah. So, uh, you know, the whole Spider-Man, all these spinoffs of the villains and whatnot. They were also going to do a Silver and Black film. Um, but they have pulled it, the Silver and Black film, off the schedule. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, the animated one's coming out this year, isn't it? Uh, this Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this film uh, has um, Gina Price-Bythewood uh, from A Secret Life of Bees attached to direct and would focus on the character Silver Sable and the Black Cat. Um, and it was scheduled to open February 8th of 2019, but, uh, you know, it was supposed to. Uh, you know, so it would have been the next film after the Venom movie. Yeah, well, when Venom tanks, it's going to they'll probably <laughs> shift off shift this uh, release date as well. The, well, I well know, no, I think Venom is supposed to come out, but it's not coming out. It's been taken off the schedule completely. Yeah. Venom's going to do well. Silver I don't black. think Venom's going to do well. Why? Yeah, I, I just, I think it's going to be a misfire. Really? Yeah, I do. I, I don't. I'm wasn't a fan of the trailers. I love Tom Hardy, yeah. but it's just it didn't. I'm like, this isn't connecting. Well, you didn't like his character. Didn't seem quite right to you. you said. Yeah, his yeah. character didn't seem quite right. It's like you know, he's kind of this nebbishy kind of character, and it's not 
what Topher Grace actually was closer in that sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, from the comic book lore, that's not what he was. He was kind of like a, uh, you know, a, um, a failed reporter that you know was just using tabloids to eke out a living. Like he was kind of a slimy, you know, TMZ type reporter. Then when he found the symbiote, well, well you know, they, to be to be fair, they didn't really show that much aspect of his of Tom Hardy's character. I mean, all they showed was, oh, this is like. Like now he's chased. This is the story he's chasing that maybe isn't like all of that. I mean, we'll it, see. It's possible. Yeah, I'm just and it, all, it also seems like it was just like, you know, all right. Well, well, let's showcase the special effects and the creature effects, and you know, it just didn't feel like yeah a story. I mean, it, it's 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 a secondary Spider-Man villain. Yeah, but one of the popular ones. It is, but still, it's definitely he, one he's of supposed the to get his own movie. Venom. Should he get his own movie? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather see a Dark Man remake. Shouldn't Black Widow get her own movie or whatever? Scarlet like no one's going to do a Dark Man properly. No, only Sam Raimi. Only Sam Raimi. Yeah, but I don't know. I I I want Venom to be good, but I'm skeptical on it. Yeah. Uh, God, this just remake after remake. Cannonball Run, baby. No. What? Of course, Doug Limone is going to direct. You know, Edge of Tomorrow. He's directing. Doug Limone. You mean Go? Doug yeah. Lyman, that go? Yeah. Like, oh. and Doug Lamone. Doug <laughs> Lamone. I like to say it that way. Lamone. Um, he, he's in talk. Is he French now? <laughs> yes. Douglas Lemon with yeah. direct the cannonball <laughs> Doug piece of cinematic art. Mm. Please call Jackie Chan for me. <laughs> That's how Jackie Chan sounds. Yeah. I'd love it if Jackie Chan was actually in it. It would be great. Who's in this cannonball run for me? Um, Come on, buddy. Well, you know Kevin Hart's already signed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It had a great cast, the original one. I mean, it was, you know, oh, it was all Burt Reynolds, cast. Fred yeah. Foster, Roger Moore. Um, Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise, Jack, a young, it was definitely a young Jackie Chan. It really felt like, you know, Mad, 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 Mad World where you just throw a bunch of stars in and put them in yeah. cars. <laughs> sure. You but know, they, they just had an open bar on set. Yeah. You know, they were just mm-hmm. drinking on set. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Thomas Lennon and Ben Garant, are, uh, they, they wrote the script for this film. Um, Ross and Marshall Thurber was circling the project. Uh, but now he's doing Red Card, the director, which is you know, Dwayne Johnson's new film. Right. Um. So, um, yeah, they don't have anybody. Uh, let's see. They may have, have uh, let's see, oh, Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. But that's, uh, that's Lyman's other film, actually. Chaos Walking, that's what Lyman's doing right now. Oh, so he's doing okay. that, finishing that before he's going to do, do that. Uh, Chaos Walking, which is, I guess, a young adult novel. By Patrick Ness. Mm, not familiar Tom with it. Holland and Daisy Ridley. Well, I don't read a lot of young adult novels, actually. Mm. And I read some of them, but not all of them. <laughs> yeah. The, whole, what, yeah the, the Divergent ones? <laughs> yeah, I haven't read those. <laughs> are Maze Runners young adult films, Chris? <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> you insisted on taking me to one of those. Yes. Yeah, it's still a sore spot. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... 
I think I think was there was the, there was a whole that I was still a, haven't seen the third one yet. There's still the third one I never saw. The Death Cure. Oh sure, sure. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what, what happens. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they get, were they in a crazy maze and then they get out, or how did it happen? What happened at Death well, Cure? Well, that's what sucks. There's I don't you know the second one didn't even have a maze in it that they were running from. What the fuck were they running around in the second know. one from? Just mm-hmm. a, in the mall? No, there was there was no there was like a post apocalyptic. Uh, uh-huh. um, yeah. Setting it. and zombies. I and didn't that's... really lose any sleep over it. <laughs> oh, so. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Paramount has preemptively picked up the sci-fi spec script, Aporia, from Jared Mosher, uh, who wrote the script and is attached to direct. It's going to be a bad robot project with J.J. Abrams producing. And that's why it got sold. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, the uh, Aporia's logline is being kept secret, as many of the bad robot projects uh, are. It makes me wonder if it's going like, to jam it into the Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is being described as a grounded sci-fi drama with time travel elements. Oh, yeah. that They're going to shove that into Cloverfield somehow. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Who knows? They're not talking about it. So... Um, we're gonna get a uh, which I'm kind of happy about an Adams Family animated feature. Really? Yeah. MGM has got this. I this is the first time we've ever done one of these episodes where I don't think there's one single movie I'm excited about. Yeah, this is weird. Fucking totally original. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All based on God remakes and previous. There's always a a handful where you say something and we're like, "Oh, that sounds great." We haven't hit it yet. Not a lot. Not a lot of that. Um, the um, voice. Cast is pretty good though. Oscar Isaac, Charlize Theron, Chloe Grace Moretz, Finn Wolfhard, Nick Kroll, Bette Midler, and Allison Janney. That wow. is a stellar cast. Pretty solid group of people for the Adams family. Um, release date of October eleventh, twenty nineteen. So Again, I don't um, get I don't get why someone said Adams Family animated movie and people went yeah. I don't know. I, I don't have any problem with it. I guess. I mean, Stylistically, they could, you could do some fun stuff. All right. That. All right. Yeah. I'll try to hold out hope for it. Yeah. You know, uh, Greg Tiernan and Conrad Werner will co-direct based on a script by Matt Lieberman. 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 Hmm. So, you know, I don't know. It could be fun. Okay. I mean, you could you can do some fun stuff with that in an animated context. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot more you can do. Yeah. You can show their creepy familiness in an animated world. Yeah, and um, it also could be a real uh, stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 yeah, it's early enough. It's early enough they could go on either side of the fence. <laughs> Just you know, cross your fingers and hope for the best. Jeff Goldblum, who's great in everything, even when he's bad. Yeah, really, right? I mean, he's fun to watch. It, everything kind of gets a little bit better, and he's eight feet tall. Add a little, little yeah. Goldblum, and things kind of improve. Um, he has joined the cast of the Prince of the Price of Admission, um, upcoming dramatic comedy that already stars Michelle Monaghan and Michael Sheen. The film will be directed and written by Peter Glanz, who did The Longest Week, and will center on a middling playwright, Michael Sheen, dealing with a midlife crisis and failing marriage to his wife Monaghan, 
that is tired of being second fiddle to his work. The only person who understands his plight is his best friend, Alexander Taft Goldblum, a behavioral psychologist with a midlife crisis of his own. Incapable of functioning in reality, Harold submerges himself in an elaborate play about his life. Wow. Now that just made me think Jeff Goldblum's going to be uninteresting. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I here's why. I think that actually because it's Goldblum, and this and is Michael Sheen. And Michael Sheen, I I, I think know. this is interesting and I think those two actors and I think also the bar's been set pretty low with all the movies that we've heard Right. So far. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this one's this, gotta be. this is the best movie I've heard so far. <laughs> no, it's just it's not a reboot of like a yeah. video game or an app so, or yeah. something. All right. It's an you, original film. You guys, Cause I, cause you guys did, have turned me around. Yeah, because I'm for it now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think this is the kind of part that on paper or just the way Neil describes it, you go, oh, okay. But then you, what Goldblum will do with it, with this tall, weirdy Goldbluminess, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you'll be like, make oh, Make it God. more interesting. Yeah, he'll yeah. make it way more interesting. I think so, too. Okay. He's, he was at one of the... You know, you add a little Goldblum to anything, and, it, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I'm going to give that a chance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and then we go back to... Crap. Doc, the whole Doctor Doom movie that shows that Fox. What? Oh, God damn it! Yeah. Um, How dare you? <laughs> I was just enjoying it's thinking all, of Go- yes, Jeff Goldblum. Fox's fault. Disney, Disney really needs to buy Fox and just stop the production of the, some of these movies. Yeah, and, and that's actually what might actually happen. If Disney buys it, then who knows what'll happen to this? Oh, it'll get shut this down. This item because it's uh, but the script apparently almost done, but. Yeah, they, it could be thrown in the... It was done know. before it started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here, did you hear the latest on that merger? Is that uh, Comcast oh, yeah. came in with a competing offer. So Disney yeah. may not buy Fox now. I might have even mentioned that last Comcast time. is also bidding to buy Fox. Yes. They, 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 were, they went to the banks and they're trying to get like $60 million in cash. They want to make a cash offer. Wow. Yeah, Disney for Fox. So it's got to be more than sixty million. It's well, be with a B. unless it was a typo, maybe it was billion, but <laughs> or it's maybe a certain amount in cash and the rest in like yeah. I mean, the idea thing. is Fox has got to be worth billions of dollars. They wanted, the point is they wanted to make a cash offer instead of whatever. You right. Know, there's, these those kind of deals are all yeah. no money transfer, just right. numbers in an account. Yeah. So yeah. They're, they're like saying, "We will give you cash," because a lot of banks will say, or people selling will say. Oh, cash off? Yeah. Instead of waiting for all whatever nonsense that electronically has yeah. to happen, just you, you throw some, you know, close to $100 million in cash at somebody, and they might just go, all right, just to get rid of it. And it's cash. It's guaranteed. I mean, it's guaranteed money. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, that's all up in the air now. I'm curious to see what that actual number is now. I'm going to look up Comcast bid on Fox while you do the next story. I want to see what it was. <laughs> okay. Um so we know Daniel Craig is back. James Bond 25 is happening, and now they're, they're most of the casting is set, but they're looking for the villain, and it could be either Angelina Jolie or Helena Bonham Carter are the top picks. I like those me. two choices as Bond villains. I find, and I like both of them, but I think Helena Bonham Carter wins a little bit for me because I just feel like Angelina Jolie is kind of like the obvious choice. Right. You know what I mean? There's something about her that says, oh, she just says Bond villain. But Helena Bonham Carter might uh, be more sixty interesting. billion all it was, cash. So offer. it was a it was a mis the article I read was a misprint. Mm-hmm. They put an M there instead of a B. So so that makes more sense. And a cash offer 
That's a lot of cash. Like, you know, Fox would be like, well, screw Disney. Let's just take that $60 billion and walk away. You could buy half the countries on the planet with that. <laughs> That's insane. $60 billion with a B. Yeah. I. Yeah. I would... Cash. I would take that offer. <laughs> <laughs> I would take the $60 million, Just saying. <laughs> if I had $60 billion... I would go down to the $60 million I yeah. would... Just Split the it. country in half. <laughs> so there was uh, two more coastlines that I could surf. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> Blow it up down the middle. Yeah. And you could buy all the surfboards you wanted. Every every surfboard. You could buy every surfboard. I could own every surfboard that's ever been made. Oh, I'm going to damage you both one more time. God. Um, oh. So the Jared Leto Joker standalone movie is happening. No. Yeah. Oh, come on. Sources tell Variety that Leto is set to star and executive produce an untitled standalone film. Oh, good. I'm glad he's the way for future movies branching from the Suicide Squad. Yeah, they're going to make their... It's everything they could do wrong over there. Warner Brothers and DC. They jump at the chance. It's like, what's the worst choice we could make? They, do they have like a big whiteboard, you know, that's just like all caps, worst ideas, and then everyone walks by and writes them down? What there. I don't get is Jeff Johns is a genius, and he's over there as one of the uh, people in charge of these movies, and he cannot correct this ship. I think could, he could keeps getting... figurehead, maybe? I maybe, think I, maybe he must keep just, getting overruled. He has yeah, to be. God, I would imagine, because these are all bad decisions, because yeah. they're still making the Todd Phillips Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Really? These are both happening. What? With the same studio. There's two fucking Joker movies happening? With two different actors. Uh, wow. When Warner, when Warner Brothers announced last fall that it was developing a Joker origin tale from Todd Phillips, the studio emphasized that this did not mean the end for Leto's Joker. Rather, Phillips' film would fall under a new origins banner that would be separate from the current wow. cinematic DC universe. That sounds even worse. This banner, <laughs> this banner would allow multiple actors and versions based on the same character with no overlap. And Warner Brothers has already tapped Joaquin Phoenix to star in Phillips in Phillips' Joker pick. That is what. That could be okay. I mean, I, Joaquin, Phillips, Tom, Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips. That could be okay. I mean, in one hand, you see the theory though. How, I mean, the comic books do that all the time. Different sure. artists and writers do different Joker stories yeah. and Batman yep. Jokers are all mm-hmm. the time. So that's the theory, I guess. It just seems to me that in these movies, you know, you, you, it's just like the Marvel wins because they maintain consistency yeah. and continuity. Then just do this and throw away and the Jared Leto like one. Like you're guaranteed people to be in it because you want to see what happens. You, you invest yourself. Right. Whereas this is like just like yeah, we'll just let different people do what they want. And movies are, and, but a you different... don't get any, you get no continuity out of that. And no. movies are a I different just, medium. They're a different medium. Yeah, they it's are. great the comic books do right. that. It's great, and it's a cool aspect of it. Sure, because each book is its standalone thing. Movies are not that way. Right. Movies are right. part of the culture. Everyone's seen it, then everyone associates this actor or this person with it, yeah. or this storyline with it. They get confused. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's like you're fucking gonna, wake so you're up, DC. Two, you're gonna get at least two Joker movies. Mm. Oh, I will see a one new of them. Origins then. banner. So you're just gonna get like origin stories like all over the place until Disney Brothers. buys Warner Brothers. <laughs> 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 oh my! So yeah, 
And um, here, I, I think we have one. There may be one ray of light story that I... Oh. Or maybe we should close on the ray of light story. You know, the ray of light let's story. Let's say Let's close on the ray of light. That we got to close on an upbeat. Either that mm-hmm. or I could end on the face, face palm story, the things that Woody Allen said about the Me Too movement. No, I don't want to hear what that yeah. asshole has to say. I don't care. Let's, let's leave I think, that alone. I'm, you're pr- I'm pretty sure you can guess what he said. Why, yeah. why do people lump me in with people like uh, Weinstein? Well, I never did anything. Right. Yeah, oh, that's basically God. what he said. It's like, would you like another shovel to dig? God, you're <laughs> Are you fucking deep just enough? You know sometimes up. is a good idea? Not, not to say anything. Yeah, not yeah. talking at all. Say, no just, comment sometimes yeah, is the appropriate response. Yeah, it works response. great. Go away. Yeah. So... Whatever, that's weird. All right, so, so what's the happy story? So this sto- here's an, actually another original film. Uh, Margot Robbie's Lucky Chap Entertainment. Um, she has her own production company? Yes. Lucky mm-hmm. Chap Entertainment. Good for her. Is teaming with good films to option firefighters based on uh, Jamie Lowe's New York Times Magazine article, The Incarcerated Women Who Fight California's Wildfires. So already this has got an interesting... Wow, that, that sounds really cool. Script, script will be written by Carly Rae. That's a weird kind of chain gang. If you're like, you you got your, you got to go fight forest fires. Yeah, it's written by Carly Rae, who's you know, written Westworld and Mad Men, writer-producer. Ooh. Um, and she's also been tapped for um, one of HBO's Game of Thrones spinoffs. Um. The film is based on the true story of a dozen female prisoners as they move from county jail to life in a Malibu fire camp. With only three weeks of training, the diverse crew must bind together not only to fight devastating blazes, but also their own personal demons and a system that seeks to keep them invisible. It is a task they signed up for and get paid $2 an hour to risk their lives. That sounds really interesting, actually. Well, you've got all the good things. That is an interesting film. You've got a true story there. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a unique like a this would you uh, you would never believe this if it was fiction, right? Right. So and then you've got a good actress who you know this is a passion project, which is usually they can right. a, a good actress with a uh, with a passion project is good. Yeah. So then they get good people around them, so the whole project is good. Yeah. So you're building something with an amazing foundation from the ground up, and it's a it's not Hasbro it's an amazing film right. with twelve women. Yes, and it Starring needs, it. Like, it needs to be, have fantastic. a male reboot. <laughs> An all male. <laughs> but it's also one of those well, like, this story yeah. needs to be told. People yeah. aren't aware that this is happening. So yeah. that's this another. This could be an Oscar movie. Ooh. Absolutely. And Margot Robbie, man, she's a god. I mean, I, Tanya is just fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, not to mention Wolf of Wall Street, but I mean, you could argue ever Wolf of Wall Street was just, oh, she's a pretty, yeah, just a lot of sex scenes and put a pretty girl in there. But she's really proven to be more than just that as an actress. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, this, this, I'm excited for this. No, it sounds yeah, good. Good one to end on. Way yes. to go, Neil. A ray of hope. Out of <laughs> in a dark, dark, dark times. Dark time. DC and Hasbro making yeah. the world dark. Well, there you go. There's your taste of what you uh, will enjoy on the uh, Patreon at the ten dollar level and above. How do you, know, you like that? I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neil, so, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on the film at film nerd Neil on the Twitter, and uh, I occasionally chime in on the 
Facebook, Comedy Film Nerds. Mm-hmm. And Neil uh, single-handedly keeps the website running with new content. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God bless you, sir. So yes. <laughs> I'll have a little something up about Hereditary. Oh, I can't wait to read that because I'm, I'm really interested in seeing how this movie is. Me too. Mm-hmm. Very, very interested. Um, I got a tour coming up June 20th through the 24th, the Progressive Comedy Tour with Ron Placone. We're both regulars on Jimmy Dore's show. We just did an episode of Aggressive Progressives on TYT. We're going to Nashville, Tennessee. We're going to Huntsville, Alabama. We're going to Asheville, North Carolina. We're going to Louisville, Kentucky. And we're going to Atlanta, Georgia. So get your tickets at GrahamElwood.com. Is it one night per uh One show day? per night? Yeah. Yep. Different 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 city every night. So we're coming through that well, area. Jackie Cation had a really good suggestion point. for your tour. Yeah. Because you know how you wanted to make it not just a comedy show, but also kind of activism mm-hmm. too? She said, uh, set it up so people can register to vote after your show. Yeah, we have done that. That's a great idea by Jackie Cation. So one of the things we're doing, it's not just Ron and I telling like progressive comedy jokes, making fun of the two-party system. Uh, we have had voter registration cards. We will have voter registration cards there. We're going to have you know, information. Do you need a license for that? Uh, no, not to fill out a voter <laughs> registration card. <laughs> what do you... Isn't there voter suppression in the town that you're going to? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, there might be. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're reaching out to some progressive organizations and some politicians running. So the meet and greet after the shows is not just like, a, hey, hey, how you doing? Great show. But it's like talk to candidates, talk to organizations, get involved. Because people always say like, what do I do? And I always say get involved on a local level get involved with local groups and politicians on your level and get involved by buying an earbuds dvd and buying an earbuds dvd (laughs) getting involved in comedy film nerds yes get involved with a make gotham great again (laughs) t-shirt which are also available at comedy film nerds store so yeah check that out grahamelwood.com for all the uh tour dates uh if you come to any one of the shows uh, i will be really tan because i will have just gotten back from surfing in costa rica nice Ah, there you go Mm-hmm. Hey, I, and this is a, a random thing if you're in Southern California. It is Gay Pride Festival weekend. Oh, all right, on the West Side. Go for that. Check it West out. Wood. And uh, you know, like and subscribe and share the video, the the audio and everything like that. Positive comments on the iTunes. That also helps discovery. So uh, all that is uh, really good stuff. So it's a great free ways to help the show. And again, you get content like this if you go to patreon.com slash comedy film nerds. Yeah, please uh you know, please check it out. Thank you, Neil T. Weekly. You're welcome. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini, and as always remember Han, Han shot, shot first. Ganip Ganap. <laughs>